Welcome to the Souls and Stardust podcast. I'm Mio. And I'm Shannon. We're two soul sisters navigating through our human experience on a journey towards healing. Join us for a candid and fun discussion on all things spiritual, soulful, intuitive, and magical. Hello, everyone. We are back to talk about some fun stuff, and hopefully over the next few episodes, we'll teach you more about simple ways that you can work with your intuition um, using different tools like oracle decks, pendulums, um, symbols like animal medicine that shows up or numbers. Um, there are a couple of cool phone apps that send you on a digital or a virtual hunt for nuggets of wisdom based on intentions that you set. So we have a lot of really cool things that we'd like to share with you, but mostly we just want to let you know how we have learned how to work with these different tools in order to, um, I guess, fine tune our intuition, be able to listen deeper to spirit and to get this feedback from the universe that helps guide us on our journey every day. And really, it can be very practical, um, everyday decision wisdom too. So um, today we'd like to focus on how you can use Oracle decks or tarot decks. And um, because I use them daily and I know Mio uses tarot um, regularly, right Mio? Yes, I've done the digital and the writer weight and then... Um, recently got like this like old folklore this is more of like an oracle deck even though it has the same numbers mm -hmm. at the bottom that a traditional deck would have it's actually more like there's other meanings and there's like different folklore and ghost stories to them but yeah I really like that deck that you have too um kind of so creepy but kind of fun yeah it's cool <laughs> though I like it the imagery on it is really really cool and the stories always seem relevant but we we wanted to talk to you guys the listeners about how because really using oracle decks was um that was really the first way like that was what i used most often to really get comfortable with my intuition and reading energy for myself and for others until i really built up my confidence in what i was hearing and receiving as imagery or wisdom um, or messages from spirit so we can talk about the difference between oracle decks and um tarot decks and why you would choose one over the other and then how you work with it and it's really so yeah. simple like i think the the first thing that should be addressed though is just that reassurance that it's not going to be anything negative or mm -hmm. bad um attached to it and it's not like this evil thing it's literally just assigning meaning to symbols so that you can interpret what the energy coming through is trying to communicate with you exactly however you label that if you're reaching out to questions from your higher self god mm -hmm. your spirit guides whatever that is to you because you know we always talk about like it's an individual thing whatever whatever it is that you go to sit down and you need your your wisdom about um, the cards, you could, you could literally grab a regular deck of cards or mm -hmm. whatever, and you assign it a meaning, you assign it something, you shuffle it, you ask the questions, you lay it out and you interpret. Exactly. And actually, I know, 
I'm not super versed in the history of tarot, but I do know that um, the original tarot deck was the 52 deck of, you know, playing cards, and then the major arcana were added to it. So you have the one through 10 of each of the suits, and those are the minor, those are the minor cards oh, in the tarot, and then okay. the major arcana, which is the spiritual um, journey through your, your own soul evolution that was added as the um, archetypes, right? So tarot has a very interesting history, and a lot of people attach negative connotations to it, like that it's you know, low vibration or evil or scary or, you know, whatever, right. you know, however you want to describe it, but it's actually, Which it is if you assign it that value. Exactly. If it's the, you say, that's the thing is like, people need to yeah. realize it is what they think it is. Yes. If you think it's evil, you're going to see things evil. And it's yeah. about the intention that you bring to it. And, um, and so that's important for people to understand, like really it's, they're just pictures on a piece of paper cardstock and, and you shuffle those cards and you ask a question and the magic happens because you're intending to hear wisdom or, you know, get a nugget of wisdom from what the cards will, what cards will present. And, um, inevitably when I'm choosing cards or when they choose themselves, cause they'll fly out of the deck for me, but they're always yeah. relevant, right? So there's mm -hmm. some always beautiful. What I can pull for you are totally different than the ones I pull for myself. Yes, absolutely. So we'll back up a little bit. When I knew I wanted to start enhancing my ability and uh, working with my intuition, one of the easiest ways for me to do that, in fact, I had a couple of mentors that suggested this as well, is I went ahead and I, um, I got a tarot tag. Um, when I should have actually gotten um, an Oracle deck. And I'll talk a little bit about why I should have chosen differently. But I wanted a tool to be able to help me through some of the symbolism. And I could ask a question and I could tune into what that is and I could uh, leave it up to spirit to show me what the message was. And the thing with tarot is that it's a deck of 78 cards and they all have a specific meaning and um, people get a little bit overwhelmed with all of those meanings and they can be read in the upright or they can be read upside down in the reverse. And um, you're supposed to, supposed to in quotation marks, use them in certain spreads, although it doesn't really matter. And a spread is really just how you position the cards around certain questions. So um, just in me describing this, you can get the hint that using a tarot deck can feel a little bit overwhelming and complicated, like there's a lot to know. Um, so I quickly understood that I wasn't going to get very far with a tarot deck because I was going to get very consumed in what all the meanings were for the different cards rather than actually working with my intuition and relaxing into it. So I then went in search for an Oracle deck and an Oracle deck is just a deck of cards. They're called divination cards and they have different themes to them and um, they can have different artwork and you know some can be about love some can be devoted to angel messages um, fairies you know all kinds of stuff like you name it there's an oracle deck for it and um, they can be anywhere from 30 cards to 70 cards in the deck and 
really the important thing to understand is that it's a set of symbols on cards that allow you to or invite you to work with them and um, in I guess honing your intuition asking questions and then seeing what comes up and how that's relative or relevant for the question you asked or your life in that moment and um, in the artwork usually helps to stimulate your intuition because of the symbolism in it. And they usually come with these beautiful little books that have descriptions of what each of the cards means or these messages that go with it. And a lot of times intuition is stimulated by the words that you read there. So there is a big difference between what Oracle decks are and what tarot decks are. And both are uh, both options are really wonderful for working with your intuition. But if you're just starting out and using cards, I always recommend for people to um, get an irregular Oracle deck around a theme that they feel comfortable with and artwork that they're drawn to rather than a tarot deck because tarot's complicated. It's like, yeah, it's like sitting it's down. It's like a, a thousand piece puzzle with yeah. so many different more like combinations and meanings and there's pictures within pictures yeah. and there's elements that you have to pay attention to um but then on the flip side like I sometimes feel like if I'm in a really solid flow with my visions and my meditations that I almost feel like sometimes the oracle cards can clog or complicate yes I because I can be like oh what is this? Like, it's like I'm too busy interpreting the card versus somebody else's interpretation with the booklets. So mm -hmm. what I do sometimes is like, while I'm learning this new deck, I'm seeing what it feels like first. So sometimes what I'll do, I'll test myself, I'll meditate, and then I'll ask for clarification on something or tuning in for somebody else. And, and I'll pull the cards and I won't turn them over yet but I'll see if my visions align with the cards. Oh, so and you're, te yeah, has, you're testing yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. That's a super fun game. And maybe let's come back to that as like an example of how to, to work with them. Um, uh, but like, how would you go about choosing a deck is a really interesting question. So when you, yeah, when you, so many, Oh yeah. <laughs> and people, and so there's a lot of like misconceptions out there around, um, how, how do you get your hands on a deck? And some people really believe like they have to be gifted to you. And first and foremost, like it's just a deck of cards with pictures on it and words on it, right? Yeah. There is nothing like holy or sacred or magic about them. It's you like, another we are the magic. Made them. You, yeah. could, you could literally, okay. This is a really, really bad example. Well, okay. This is a good example used in a bad way, but like when people would do growing up, they would do like the homemade Ouija boards. Oh yeah. It's, yep. it's, it's a low level communication tool, a low energy level communication tool. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. So, but people would be like, well, you don't have to buy the fake, you know, Mattel brothers one, but like that came from generations of wood carvings and this and that. Right. And all mm -hmm. these like haunted pieces but that stuff was like made for negative use. But then on the flip side with the Oracle decks or the Tarot, if you're setting your intention with the high vibration yep. and you're setting to only speak with uh, the frequencies to connect with the frequencies and the 
you know, your spirit guides and like all of this high vibrational stuff, like that's not even going to be an issue. You're not even going to have room for Mm -hmm. anything low level like that to communicate with you because you're not, you're not setting a place for that to come through because it's a channel. It's a vessel. Yep. And you're creating that energetic boundary. So the intention around how you're using it, it's just like your intention for anything, like whatever you engage in. Right. So where is your intention with that? But um, so many people believe like that those pieces of paper, those cards, like hold some kind of magic in them and that you have to use them a certain way or you have to keep them in a certain way. And, and, you know, there is some truth, like if you're going to use something in such a sacred way as like a reading for somebody else, their energy or, or divining some wisdom for them, or, you know, getting messages, like, you're going you're gonna to want to keep keep them in a nice place and, and hold respect for them for it, but it's you're holding respect for the process of what you're doing and how you're engaging. This is just a tool. It's like a sh- your favorite shirt you put on before you go, you know, work out or whatever, it's, or like it's, it's, it's just like a sitting tool. sitting down at the computer and going, <laughs> okay, who, who am I tuning into? What question? Now that's yeah. the website that I go to or whatever. Yes, exactly. So I want to like kind of dispel that rumor, that myth that like when you're using a deck of cards, you can hold them in reverence, but you hold, hold in reverence your process for how you're tapping into spirit and your own intuition. That is sacred. Just because it's an object doesn't mean it holds this this special power. Like we're the magical beings here that are able yeah. to interact with spirit. So when you're choosing a deck, it does not have to be gifted to you. I've had so many people say like, well, I can't get a deck yet because one hasn't been gifted to me. And I'm like, are you fucking That's kidding me? Just, <laughs> just go to Amazon. Yeah. I guess. I've gotten like 14 decks from Amazon.com. So, I mean, and I don't, and I'm always very like pleasant about this, but in my head, I'm thinking, wow, people like, you know, it doesn't have to be. It's a trip because people (laughs) set their restrictions for themselves by, uh, I went in, so when I bought this most recent deck, it was like, I was killing some time and I found a local shop. And so I'm like, I didn't go, I was like, I kind of wanted to look at decks if, you know, whatever, just see what they have. And everything was going just fine. And the woman who owned the store was like, now you know how you have to process these, right? And you know how you have to clean them every time you have to cleanse the energy and you know how you have to do this and you have to store them in this bag. And it was like, she set all of these rules and it didn't sit right with me at all. Cause I'm like, no, they are going to be a part of my toolbox, how I assign them and the way that I incorporate them into my life, not like her fears and anxieties and stuff. It was really, really bizarre. That's an excellent, well, but that's like, that is what's been handed down for a very long time. And I do believe there's some truth in like how you're going to handle your tools, right? Like you're not just going to throw your expensive, beautiful, you know, tools for fixing stuff on the garage floor, right? You're going to actually care for them and make sure you know where to find them and keep them clean and that kind of stuff. So it's the same with um, any kind of tool that you would use for honing your own intuition. And so, yeah, we want to dispel the myth that like you can go to Amazon and you can search for Oracle decks and you can be drawn to one and you can order it and you can have it arrive to your house and hold it and then you can bless it and you can smudge it and then you can start to touch every card and it's going to work beautifully for you. So 
the biggest thing that I want people to know is that you don't have to be special to use these. In fact, these are amazing tools for you to hone your own intuition and get to know yourself and to actually become so in touch with yourself and inner knowing that you're able to read energy for other people. And, um, and that's what's special about it, right? And so now I'm off of that soapbox. <laughs> so don't wait for somebody to gift it to you. And people have been really, <clears throat> excuse me, people have been really like, apprehensive about touching my cards and some people don't like other people to touch their cards because there's there is energy to them but really it's like I carry my cards with me almost everywhere and it's my energy that those cards carry because I'm the one using them and but people feel like oh I can't touch your cards they're secret and I'm like you can touch my cards it's okay look at the picture I want you to interact with it and um and that's okay. It's all about like what you, like the belief you have about them. And I, I clear my decks occasionally. I'll smudge them and just bless them and say, okay, let's let go of anything that doesn't belong with us. And, but you would do that with your own energy and you would do that with your house's energy. And you would do that with like new clothes that you get. And you know, you would do that with your car. So like, it's just another thing that you, you don't have to put on this pedestal. It's just a tool, but it's an amazing tool that can help you really get in touch with your intuition. And so Just to get clarity <clears throat> on a lot of things like mm -hmm. it's, yeah. I want to ask you, Mio, how do you go about choosing your decks? Well, I've only, I've only owned three in my life. The first deck that I ever had, I was late teens and I would do practice readings on myself and some coworkers and they, helped me and they were bizarrely accurate and then um a woman that I worked with that knew at the time I had started going to church told me that I had to get rid of them because they were evil and oh, if I'm going to church yeah. they cannot have tarot cards and so I was like oh well I don't want to do that I don't want to be evil bummer so I I didn't touch them and have another deck until like maybe two years ago and I think I remember started, when you got your first your your first next deck <laughs> yeah the it was yep I did like just the old school rider weight like mm -hmm. got it while I was living in Vallejo kept it hidden didn't you know it was um, it was about as hidden as a vibrator let's put it that like it was like <laughs> nobody can know <laughs> yes <laughs> nobody should know I swear to god that's like the level of secrecy that I felt about them <laughs> which um, that's interesting like there's such that, that kind of like shame or secrecy about it when really this is just a way to know yourself totally. right absolutely for both of those items totally <laughs> yes and so yes it's applicable it's definitely applicable that, that'll be another that'll be another day too we'll talk about uh so what like uh, when you were good. when you were choosing your deck though like you said you went with the standard rider weight did you um like did you do that because you felt like that was a good place to start or did you the, feel really drawn to it recognition it was the ones that i recognized it gotcha. was just product and product and brand recognition gotcha um yeah and then my son found them and glued <laughs> a bunch of them together which ironically the ones he glued together were stuff like 
the lovers and the two of cups. <laughs> I was like, thank you, spirit. <laughs> I was like, this isn't funny. Like, <laughs> so that deck is gone. And then I went and got that one from that crazy lady. So, so I, that's all I have, but. But you were, so um, when you were picking it, you felt like you were, you were really drawn to the imagery or did, when you picked it up, did it feel yeah. good in your hand? Visual first. Mm -hmm. And I liked the artwork. I definitely, I liked the artist style and mm -hmm. that there was emotion to them because sometimes with the Rider weight, it kind of feels like, because it's like that old school, like classic type mm -hmm. artwork. Uh, but there's some really cool oracle decks out there like they have like the hip-hop and r&b ones and yeah, like totally just ones that look like tattoos and mm -hmm. the ones that are just words and this and that like yep i've seen a bunch of them used on youtube and i've seen people mix their decks together to do readings yes or they'll do their they'll do one deck for like their initial draw like mm -hmm. you know if they're looking for direction on whatever and then they'll use the secondary deck for their clarification cards yeah mm -hmm um yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool so so but then I, I always like to go to you because you always have all the decks like, well I've got like 30 of them right and I just you know I mean I've got decks for all sorts of things and I I love them right and you know at some point you get to the point where you're just like collecting them because they're beautiful and they feel good and so when I go to choose one um, it depends on what my motivation is. Like, what do I feel like I need a deck for? So I have, I've got probably like six tarot decks, but I have the majority of my decks are Oracle decks. And um, I look for the imagery first because I'm very visual as, um, as an intuitive. And then the visual will like kick in the clear audience and the clear sentient and clear cognizant type of intuition. But, and I have a favorite like favorite authors of certain decks. So like when they have new decks come out, I'm always checking those out too, but imagery first. And then like themes I consider too, like I just bought two new decks around love because I felt like the one that I had was just kind of wonky. The energy has become wonky in them. And we can talk about like how that happens. animal decks that you have, like the, the like animal spirit, spirit animal decks. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Those ones yeah. are really cool. And there's one that you have, that has really cool artwork too. And there's like one picture with like a flamingo and like, I can't think of. Oh, that's my absolute is. favorite go-to deck. It's called Wisdom of the Oracle by um, Colette Baron-Reed. And it's a, it's yeah, such, that's the one. Like it's that a one. wildly accurate deck and um, it's amazing. So how I would choose is by imagery and then I consider theme. And then, um, and then I also like, if I have the opportunity to pick up the deck, like if I'm in a shop somewhere, um, I will, I will pick up the deck and hold it and I'll see what it feels like in my hands because they do carry a certain energy with them. <clears throat> and I want to know if it's going to actually vibe with me. And some of them just don't like, I just feel cold to them, but other ones, like I'll pick them up and I can feel them like sing in my hands. And I'm like, okay, I need to get this one, but then I'll just go on Amazon and order it. <laughs> So I get the majority of my decks on Amazon, but now I'm at the point where I've like honed my intuition enough where I can look at the picture of the deck if I'm searching for it online and I know instantly if it's going to work for me. And, um, and when I get it, that's the real test. Like when I open it, um, so I look 
face, you know, what does this look like to me? How am I drawn to it? And then I'll order it and I get it and it comes to me and then I'll open it and I will touch every card and I'll look at every card closely and I'll put my energy on it and um, then I'll bless it. Right. And that's just me holding it in my hands and sending it good energy and asking it to um, be of service with spirit in me and to ask I'm asking it to provide accurate messages and um, I'll smudge it with sage or Palo Santo. And then I will carry that deck with me for a couple of weeks, like in my purse or the bag that I'm carrying so that it's like just marinating in my energy. And, um, and then I start using it. Infusing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because I want it to get to know me. And, um, and even though I said they're inanimate objects, right. But it's going to be working as an extension of my intuition. So I want my energy to wrap around and through this tool. Totally got a vibe. Yeah. With your style of intuition Mm -hmm. and how you translate spirit. It's totally got a, got a vibe. Cause some of these decks don't resonate with me at all. Oh no. I don't get like, I just feel like they're older generationally or that culturally they're so like, uh, like I don't, they, it's gotta be like a song that matches. Absolutely. And we go through these phases too. Like as you become more in tune with your intuition, some decks that you used to work with won't resonate anymore. And I've had, um, I've had about five decks that I started working with. Like when I first started 10 years ago, I can't use them anymore because they don't work with how my energy works anymore. And that's a really bizarre thing to try to explain, but it also has to do with like the nature and the intention of who created them and when they were created and why they were created. So that energy um, is carried with those cards too. And, and the decks that I've had to get rid of were written by a certain person who has gone through in the spiritual community has gone through a very significant drastic change and I just, I honestly can't use those cards anymore because of that big shift. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep names out of that because some <clears throat> some people really still work well with that author's decks and, and I don't want to influence that at all. But I personally, I can't, which is one of the reasons why I had to get new love decks because like the one deck that I use for love, I can't use it anymore. <laughs> The, the Taurus in me loves the Rebel deck because it's a no-nonsense, no-bullshit, like, what the fuck is your problem type deck. Are you and talking I, about I, the Sacred Rebels deck? No, not Sacred. It's just the Rebel deck. It's the Oracle with Attitude. Oh. Uh, I, follow, I follow her on Instagram. I might have um, to look her up. Find yeah. Okay. Just, you'll see. When you see the branding, you'll be like, <clears> oh, yeah, now I see why Neil likes that because you'll see how it's very very like no bullshit with my own my own brand yeah you're like oh this seems like an earth sign probably would be very on this. brand yeah. for Neo. <laughs> well and I and I prefer like um I do like no bullshit decks but I prefer also ones that are c- quite whimsical and um do you like the ones that have the words or do you like the just photos where you can interpret or do you pay attention to the like numbers or I pay attention to all of it I that's a great question I pay attention to all of it I am someone who needs a little bit of information like a little bit of direction in order for my intuition to really turn on so I look for cards that have numbers like a numbered card the artwork and um, a very like just a couple of words which designates the card as you know what it is like 
loyal heart or the lovers or whatever it is, right? And then, um, and then I go to the book to learn about what the card is. So that's how my intuition works. Some people really appreciate just the image and then it's like a very free intuiting that they do. What about you? What do you prefer? Well, I kind of like some of the ones that have at least a word or a theme or mm-hmm. um, something. I like that also because I notice that when I tune in, I like, uh, I need something to kickstart the path. Mm-hmm. Like it's the first step to the path that my mental visuals will go down. Um, even if it's like a reading where there's no tools being used and it's just yes. tuning into your energy, mm-hmm. I, I need these little nuggets of validation or does this is this significant to you as the first step yes so when I'm working with a deck I it's almost like one extra layer that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make a connection where sometimes it's loud and clear and they're like yes I know exactly what you're talking about Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're like I'm not sure what that could be pertaining to or whatever you know Exactly. And so one of the reasons I really like, okay, we could talk about how you would use it for yourself versus how you would use it for other people. But for me, when I'm working with other people and I decide that I want to read cards with them, because I don't always use them with people, um, it's a way for, or it's an easy way to organize all the information that comes in so fast, right? So when I'm reading cards with another person, I ask specifically, what is the wisdom that they need to know right now? And what it does is it it eliminates all this like extraneous information that you may be getting, which may not be what they need to know right in this moment or in this expanse of time that's relevant for them, you know, currently. And so I see these cards as a way to like, just organize the information so it's easier to put the story together and and get the insight that's needed. And same for yourself, like you can create a very sacred process of getting to know your own inner landscape and working with your own intuition by just every morning you start your day, you shuffle the cards with the intention of asking, you know, you ask, what's the wisdom for me today? What do I need to know today? What do I need to keep in mind or be aware of? And a card comes out and that's what you get to focus on. Not like all these other bazillion things that you could be focusing on. This is what spirit says. Okay, let's prioritize this today so you can know yourself a little better this way. So for me, it's a way to organize information, which is super duper helpful. And when you're reading for that does, that totally makes sense for organizational purposes because you're Mm -hmm. right. Sometimes the information comes in so fast and so quickly that you're like trying to keep up. And sometimes it just comes stacked on each other and not sorted. (laughs) And you don't know if it, if you're being given that information as context, so you better understand that person's energy or if it's something that's really relevant and to go through all of that just takes a lot of time. So um, that's one of the reasons why I use cards with other people, because I get a lot of information and it's not always easy to sift through, through that in like an, you know, in an efficient way. And so the cards really helped me to do that. But when I started using them for myself, I'm struggling with a little bit of a throat thing, you guys. So sorry about that. But when I'm using them for myself, it's a very simple process of like, once you get those cards and you get to know them and you've looked at them and you've touched them and you tell them you adore them and how beautiful they are and you're ready to start using them. 
it's a very simple process of shuffling with the intention of I show me what I need to know today or show me what I need to see and um, and I'm going to use this as part of my meditation practice and in your shuffling process you can shuffle until you have that feeling of I'm done I don't need to okay this is where people get hung up like how do I do it the yeah. right way <laughs> there's no right way you can throw them up in the air and then let them land on the They'll floor still. and you <laughs> you pick you just pick one right it's you, we don't need to get caught up in like what's the right way to do it there are no rules to this this is really about your intention and you for me i just shuffle until i get that feeling of oh i'm done shuffling and then um you could pull from the top you could pull from the middle you could pull from the bottom i <clears throat> was so caught up in like doing it the wrong way that i made a deal with spirit like if i'm going to be using these cards I need you to pick the cards for me. And so I just shuffle until a card flies out of the deck. And it happens, <laughs> happens that way every one, time. One thing that I tested myself on, I did like three back-to-back -back readings with people. And I told, I set the intention that the way that the cards, like everything about the, the experience was going to have to do with that person's energy. So for mm -hmm. one person, I would be shuffling and feeling like I was all over the place and I would mix them up and like spread them all around and then just pick like three <laughs> random ones. And then it turns out that person was like a very big, like Sagittarius fire sign. And that is how they process things. And then there was another person that was like, say earth sign, very structured. And the way that that one was like, it had to be shuffled a particular way. It had to be even, the numbers had to be like this. It had to be systematic. Oh, Everything wow. had to line up perfectly. And then the number, the cards had to be drawn at very even amounts. <clears throat> so <laughs> next time, try something like that to let spirit show you that person's energy, even working through you, through that process too that's that, really cool that was wild yeah I that's yeah. really cool I'll have to try that with next time I read cards for somebody <laughs> but <clears throat> the I guess what I want people I t I would highly encourage you to get a deck of your own and start working with it and whatever you're drawn to you know follow that nudge and you know see how it feels in your hands and if it doesn't feel good when you've worked with it for a little bit then give it away to somebody else they're really cool gifts right and i've done that before with decks that i don't use anymore i've given them away as like freebies on my metamorphosis healing facebook page and oh that's so cool yeah really and i mean i bless it and clear the energy before i send it off to them and people have been delighted to be the, re the recipients of that and just to get them going on that is amazing um, there is no wrong way to choose a card for yourself. Like literally you, there is not one card in this deck that won't be relevant to some aspect of your life. And, and that's not me trying to like devalue the process at all, but I promise you that whatever you're drawn to, whatever card you're drawn to is going to be highly relevant to what's going on in your life. And the fact Absolutely. you like, you just shouldn't waste energy on thinking about how you might be doing it the wrong way because it's really about your intention and and whatever you pick is going to be what's needed you have to trust that process and which was another reason why like i'm trained as a scientist right so when i started working with cards like this i was like are you fucking kidding me right like whatever card i pick is gonna be the right one but yeah i had to go through a whole lot of surrender to actually work with spirit this way but 
um, <clears throat> that is why I said, okay, I'm going to use these tools and I'm going to do this with the highest in of intention because I want to know myself and I want to know how to be a conduit I, be, because I feel called to this. But if, if I'm going to be using tools like this, you have to do the picking of the cards for me. And, and that's just what I do. I shuffle until cards fly out of the deck and it never ceases to amaze me how that happens. And they come out like single, they come out in groups. And you know, when they come out in groups, they tell a beautiful, accurate, detailed story. And it blows me away every time, especially when I'm reading for other people. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I, yeah. <laughs> so one of the first readings I did with my brand new deck was like, I happened to be awake five o'clock in the morning. And one of my friends that was up lives on the other side of the world in Spain. And I'm just like, Hey, do you want me to pull some cards for you real quick? Like, let me just see what happens. And then boom, complete, like, even though I didn't fully speak, it was, you know, rusty and clunky with the new deck. It was mm -hmm. like the message still came through. Yeah, and totally. Still, and what was cool was aside from that, I was still getting stuff outside of what the cards were saying. Oh, absolutely. Like they were just there as like placeholders you know, little mile markers or whatever, mm -hmm. but yeah, they're like talking points or starting points. Right. And so they stimulate mm -hmm. that flow of information. And I, and a lot of times they work as like a tool of validation, right? So like you had mentioned before, um, where the card helps, helps to validate like, oh yeah, that's relevant to me. Right. And so then it starts that deeper flow of intuition and and it gives you that direction like, oh, okay, I don't need to look in this and this and this direction. You know, I can look over here in this direction because that's where spirit's leading me. And again, organizing that information. And, and you can do that for yourself just as much. I will say, though, it is harder to read for yourself than it is for other people because <clears throat> we are so emotionally like invested in ourselves that it's hard for us to see without bias. <laughs> um, it's hard for us to see with clarity because we're so like involved in our own stuff that um, it can be harder so, to discern. <clears throat> yeah, I want, I want to agree, <laughs> but I also, I also realize that that is a belief that we have heard over and over again. Therefore, oh, sure, we yep. have set that belief into being. And so what I tell myself now is that information comes freely, truth, the, the intention is like truth and what I need to know from my higher self mm. and it always comes through and now I, I can still connect to like uh, even in mediumship they say that oh that same thing you can't connect to your own loved ones it's harder this and that Which, oh, yeah, yeah and no mm -hmm. but like only if you let it be. So we have to be really careful with the limitations that we set us upon ourselves because just like the lady, crazy lady in the psychic shop with <laughs> yes. the, the ritual, this is also that. Right. So, so if so maybe we need to say, okay, we got to get over this belief of whatever, like, it's no, like when I sit down, I know it, the cards will like my higher self will still speak through the cards to me. Yes, it absolutely will. And this is a very good point. I feel like it takes, for me at least, it took practice to um, yes. be able to detach from what I want to see happen or, you know, like where I'm heavily invested in a certain outcome and then like, uh -huh. okay, 
the information that comes through is like tangential or actually like you know What's opposite that is it like a like confirmation bias yes is that I mean, like, so. I, I think what can happen is we can, when we're trying to read for ourselves, because we're invested in it that way, or like attached to an outcome, it can make it harder to accept the information that comes through if it's not aligned with what we want, right? So, um, whereas somebody else reading for you is not so invested in those outcomes, so they can bring that information across and us hearing it from somebody else actually makes it probably a little bit easier to see or hear than like if we're trying to read it for ourselves and we're like oh shit well that's not what i want i'm gonna draw another card right. <laughs> you're wrong oracle you i'm drawing another that. card <laughs> you do that oh my god i cannot believe you do that no <laughs> no but like you can imagine how like when you be you know you're really invested in a situation you yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. it come out cool. a certain way and you're like oh fuck that's not the outcome i wanted and maybe i'll try again in an hour and then there'll be a different answer like i have talked to so many people where you know that's the case and the, i've done that for myself too like i don't like that answer i'm gonna ask again later right so that's we're just so really invested in our own process and but that's, that's of course great. that's information too that's showing you your inner landscape and what you're really everything you need to pay attention to your response and how yes. you process everything <laughs> Absolutely. How you, like if you can step outside of yourself and watch yourself go through mm -hmm. what you go through mm -hmm. and how you react to things like that is such a big learning process right there be like why am I doing this why am I acting like a little kid who doesn't like the rules so I keep pulling more <laughs> cards like I'll call myself out on that kind of bullshit I know, you know and you're like forest. you're like my favorite <laughs> friend who just like tells me how <laughs> It is when I get off in my little like la la land of whatever you want to call it, but um, I, <clears throat> keeping me grounded. Appreciate you <laughs> so much. And oh, and there I are seriously times where I'm like, why are people still friends with me? Like. I, but I think because it's like, I maybe because I'm not, like, I don't ever mean to be mean. I never mean to be mean or malicious or like hurtful on purpose to people. But oh, you're I just a Taurus. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you and my other friend both like Libras super like you know they're just Libras are you're weighing out like the pros and cons list to everything <laughs> like but in a different way in an indecisive and so sometimes it's just like bro like we're just, just pick something <laughs> yeah totally totally and we can be quite ungrounded at times too being air signs and depending on what yeah, our other yeah. placements are but I I appreciate you because I you do it. like you bring me back to the ground in such a efficient way and I'm like oh yeah oh yeah good point I really really appreciate you <laughs> in this moment so it's super sometimes, helpful and then with the time the time difference too there's sometimes because I'm just waking up and I'm like just have my coffee and I'm like wait so what's the question what's the problem <laughs> right. you're like oh I guess there's not huh like, oh right <laughs> yes totally oh it's so like oh, it's we funny. make a such a good parent so funny um so okay well <laughs> anyway, if you sorry sorry no no if you want to um well and so you guys should know as listeners too Mio and I we use cards for each other all the time right so like I just randomly yeah. sent her cards this morning because I got a new deck and I wanted to use it and so I picked some cards for her and I sent them to her and we we're humans going through our spiritual journey in a human dense body and there's times when I'm like 
Mio, you got to draw some cards for me. I don't know which direction's up right now. And she'll do that. And um, so it's just a really beautiful way to be able to um, take yourself out of the process and you use the tools to help tell the story. So the cards help to tell the story in, in a way that's concrete and then, um, well, more concrete than just me giving you words, but um, it's a beautiful way to connect somebody and to your inner self. And um, for me, it totally it provides. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I'm just saying, it just provides that level of randomness that you need to give you the align. It's and the, oh, we'll talk about that too. But but the whole it's nothing's ever really random. Nothing's oh. ever really a coincidence. <clears throat> and so yeah, nothing. The random the air quote random cards <laughs> seemingly <pull> random <laughs> yeah aren't really random because you're stopping what you're normally doing mm-hmm. to manifest a physical like representation you're, you're literally yeah. pulling you're pulling a thought or idea or a message out of quote the air and mm-hmm. they're coming through in the form of a card that's the yes. best way i can like i yep. can try to describe it no and I can't tell you, I would say like nine and a half times out of 10, people are like, oh my God, that's so spot on right now. And it's because we're magic that way, right? And it's because like, that's what you needed to hear. And that's, you know, it's relevant because this is how it works. You ask for guidance, you ask for wisdom, and this is going to be, it's, that's how it's going to be. So it's just a way to tap into the intuition that we all have, right? We just don't, um, aren't very good at listening to it sometimes. And these are a very uh, tangible way to visually see that intuition, which is just energy thought form in a physical way, right? And it makes people see these and, you know, I could tell them until I'm blue in the face what I'm reading on their energy and then they may not believe me until the cards actually say it in front of them. And I'm like, isn't that just what I said? <laughs> so and they're it's like, really funny. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. But it's like, I understand that process 100% because I went through that myself. Right. So if you want to get to know your intuition better and want to work with it and you want to play around and read for other people, it's a beautiful way to connect to them that way in practice. And um, yeah. So um, I would highly encourage it. I, there's so many yeah. beautiful decks and people do like, they just collect them because they're beautiful. And I think I have like 32 decks at this point and, um, and I'm always on the hunt for more, especially if they look, I'm, I'm like really keyed into tarot decks now because I've been using my ones that I have more and I'm really like digging the tarot energy right now. So I'm, I'm like thinking about some more tarot decks and, I do need to order some more just to like play with and have fun. Um, but one thing, so you can download a digital one as well, just to help you learn. Um, there are some apps out there with different like readings and Oracle decks and stuff. Oh yeah. That yep. are just like, you know, quick little on the go. Yep. Um, I like physical cards though. I like to hear the sound of the shuffling. Like that's very therapeutic for me yep. and to feel them in my hands. But it doesn't mean that, those things can't be used because again, it's whatever you assign your symbolism to. Exactly. Um, But there's, there's another app that is not tarot related, but it is quantum mechanics related and Mm -hmm. quantum 
energy like the rando nodding rando nautica app my daughter told me about she's like mom i saw this thing on tiktok da, 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 da. and i was like hold on hold on like let me explain it to you one more time and she's like okay you download an app you set an intention and then this app generates random gps coordinates and when you drive to that exact location supposedly when you get there you have created a glitch in the matrix yeah or you know because our lives are simulations in a way like you have created a it's so wild or an answer <laughs> and it's basically everything that we do with the tarot and oracle cards it we really is we set an intention we get an answer yeah so i was like this is interesting let's do this and um we downloaded the app and I loaded the kids in the car. Ezra's like, I don't want to do this all day. <laughs> and, and Zanaya set her intention for laughter. And I set mine to find out career and what I need to focus on. Because with all this COVID stuff, my photography career is obviously like, mm-hmm. you know, on hold. Yep. So I'm like, do, what do I need to do career-wise? And she wants something laughter. We set the GPS. It takes us to... Um, at first, I'm like, oh, shit, it's a gated community. We can't get in. And then I'm like, no, it's taking us to a golf course. And specifically to the pin was dropped at this pickup truck. And on the pickup truck license plate, the license plate started with like 44, which is my number. Yes. And Zanaya was laughing so hard because she goes, one time I was here and I had to use the bathroom so bad that I almost went behind that bush right there. Oh my gosh. She was crying. And then I'm like, oh my God, we're at golf course. And like, I freaking shoot so many weddings at golf courses. Like this is my career intention of continuing. And maybe I need to go and, you know, (laughs) seek out these local venues or whatever. But um, it was just really, really cool because that was just our first one that we did. And I'm going yeah, to have to do this with my kids. Yeah. Cause then you can set happiness. So there's subreddits on it where you could add your experiences and photos. So some people wanted to set their intentions for something creepy or spirit or this and that. And mm-hmm. they got it when they got there and they're like, somebody shared their experience. They set it for spirit. And then they were taken to this old bench at a park that they had previously gone to with a friend who had passed away a couple years prior you so told me about that where it was like oh that's wild like totally I don't wild my kids because that'll scare the shit out of them yeah but and that's then, still cool then, right like wow yeah and so it's the same concept of your your setting an intention to find an answer mm-hmm. and you expect an answer to come yep and you go to a quote random place or in the case of the oracle cards a random Random shuffle yep Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter right yep and it's just a door that's open for the message to be like bloop here you go Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep and it's wild the other things that we did we we set uh we set an intention for love Mm -hmm. and the address took us to we couldn't get inside because of the gates. <laughs> so Aww. how symbolic, man, of like, oh, shit, like, okay, maybe we got some guards and gates up that we need to, like, you know, address. That's interesting. Or a why there's a gate uh, separation of, like, you know, uh, 
whatever right mm-hmm. so I said okay let's set another destination we'll, we'll keep the same um intention, intention but different mm-hmm. intent uh, different gps this time it took us to this intersection and one of the street names were moon garden and Ooh. jasmine sweet something or whatever but the moon garden is where it was and I was like oh my god I love to sit under the moon at night like oh right you know love. like Mm-hmm. I was like, love the different types of things that we love. It doesn't have to be this, uh, that, or the other. Like, the, right. it, you know? Like, so you have to be, um, this is beautiful, because it's telling you you have to be specific about your intention. Because yes, it can be, that can be, and that's true. Like, yep. we know that with the universe. Like, if we're not clear with the with the order that we put in with the universe, the universe is like, so what the fuck do you want? Right? Like, this could look want, a million I mean, different yeah, ways. Sure. <laughs> I want a, you know, it's like saying I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What yeah. Do you for? So you be specific with your intentions yep. and what it is you're trying to, you know, find out. Yep. And, guidance on, totally. and truth be told, right? Like an Oracle deck is only going to take you so far in answering that question where it'll give you the place to start. It'll give you some good leads. And then, um, over time, you know, you, you can put the puzzle together, but you know, that random, random nodding, is that what it's called? Rand, I think Randonautica. Rando, yeah, Randonautica. Okay, and then uh, the sub. There's a subreddit for it as well, with like all kinds of people stories. that experiences. Yeah, and cool. I will. I just haven't yet, but I did. Uh, we went out one time, but the cool thing is, before we even went out, the fact that you can do this without an app or without Oracle cards, like literally. I had, I was barely downloading the app and I go, okay, what is, what are my first intentions going to be? And I go family. Um, oh, and, and career too. Like those are what I'm going to do, but we didn't schedule to go out until the next day. So it's still nighttime. Kids are watching a movie. I set the intention, family and career, the poster on the movie, the kids were watching. It was like a poster on the wall behind them, behind Mm -hmm. the character said psychic and it had my mom's birthday on the poster <laughs> February 5th. <laughs> oh this makes me giggle. <laughs> so you so what I kept doing that entire like next two days after that where every time I would leave the house, every time I would get up to go like browse the internet to because I've been doing different research projects, I go intention, truth. Intention oh, good. This, yeah. intention that and then I see what comes up within the next few minutes for me. Yep. And so really, and we can talk about this in more depth in another episode about like paying attention to symbolism and synchronicities and all that stuff. It's really about being observant then after you set those intentions and then, okay, pay attention. What do you see? And, yep. and then take in that information with as much objectivity as possible and and considering it from all aspects, right? Which is what you would hope to do with an Oracle tech deck or anything else that you're using as an Oracle. Cause you've said before, like you've used a book or um, even your Bible, you know, you said, oh, you know, yeah. what do like I need in, to know today? And then you've like picked a random totally. page. Yeah. Like even, yeah. Back in, <clears throat> back in my like super hardcore Christian days, like, you know, going through and picking a proverb or a Psalm or like, <laughs> 
mm-hmm. you know, um, oh, dude, I would have dreams too. Even back then I would have freaking dreams of like Bible verses, like, okay, I need to wake up and look that verse up. And oh, it because would be it was totally a message for you. Yeah. Yep. Because again, it was a symbol mm-hmm. assigned to meaning yep. to just the same way I see my 44 as a meaning, the same way, like I can look at my birthday 517. And so like every time I see 517, it's like, that's the, the meaning we've assigned to it. Mm-hmm. Pay attention, so, pay attention, pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, just, and, I just happen to pay more attention than mm-hmm. the average person. That's well, it. and you're like this, like super cool psychic detective anyways. So it's really <laughs> awesome how you like find all this information or observe it in the environment when you're actually reading people. But yeah, so you, like, there are lots of tools you can use. Oh, yay! It is. It's 544 here. Yay! Um, You can use, there's a lot of tools you can use for honing your intuition and paying attention. Really, what it is, it's about asking the the question, setting the intention, and then, like, being open to receiving what comes forward, and then how you interpret that information. So, like, I've used books of poetry or writings by certain authors where I've just, like, I've said, okay, you know, give me some wisdom today. And I've just opened at random and it's amazing what you come up with, but you can like, people do that with the Bible. You can do that with all kinds of stuff. And, oh, music. Oh, this oh is yeah. A fun one. Songs, totally right? You do like Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give can me a message. Like a spirit. Yep. <laughs> give me a message and give me a random, the next song I hear, mm-hmm. um, give me an answer about this. And mm-hmm. then you can walk into the gas station and then um, I've done that once where I'm like, give me a song for this or whatever. And then the song was like, uh, Bob Marley, like, don't worry about a thing because every little thing's going to be all right. Like three stuff like that. Three little birds. Like, yep. Yeah. Three little birds. There we go. Um, that's a fun one to do because then you can do like Spotify roulette where you're like, okay, give me a message about my love life. Oh, or totally. My and then just do like random. I'll do like random scrolling and stop. Yep. It's the same thing as like, you know, when you're like, when you're a kid and you're spinning the globe and you're like, where am I going to live? And then yep. you turn around or where am I going to visit? And you stop mm-hmm. the globe and put your finger down. It's the same shit. Yes. <laughs> and I, I mean, I've heard that from so many people too, where they've just been ruminating on something and they'll be in the car and, and they just ask for a sign from spirit. And then the next song that comes on are these lyrics that are just speaking so clearly to them. And I like to use Pandora for that because there's no like rhyme or oh, reason to yeah. what, what will come up that's next. Cool. And so that's always fun to Which do is good that too. Yeah, I mean, right. Well, I mean, I yeah, it's good for these cases where you're like, come on, spirit, give um, me an answer. But yeah, poetry poetry books though, that's always like super fun. Like getting, mm-hmm. you know, going and I think part of the randomness, or even if it's a book you already know, but even if you just grab a bunch of random books and you're like, um, give me a page number, give me the first verse or give me a message, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's it's all. so awesome. Okay. Well, I mean, we could talk for hours, but maybe <clears throat> let's recap like how you would actually go about, you know, your steps. So like you want to get an Oracle deck or a tarot deck and I'm not discouraging tarot, you know, uh, over, um, an Oracle deck, I just feel like it can be easier to work with Oracle decks first as you, you become more familiar with how the energy works. And then like you can delve into tarot as you feel more prepared for like all of the like rules and categories and all that stuff. Although like I just use tarot for 
as an Oracle now at this point, but I'm over like all the, all the rules and the spreads and that stuff that doesn't stress me out anymore. Right. But so, um, deciding what you would like to use. Like if a friend has some, see if they'll let you use a couple of them or just um, go into a bookstore. Barnes and Noble, um, they carry Oracle decks in like the, I can't remember the spirituality section or whatever. So they have a number of them there, although I've never bought one from Barnes and Noble. Um, you can at least take a look at a few of them that are there. And uh, so just decide you know, what you might be attracted to artwork wise. And then you could go on Amazon. There are stores that you metaphysical stores that carry a lot of these things. And I would totally encourage you if you have one near you to go in and check it out and ask questions and see um, if they'll let you, if they have any decks that are open that you could look at. And um, usually that's pretty, you know, cool with people who work or own those stores. Um, but typically what I do is, um, I just go on Amazon and I have a couple of favorite authors anyway, so I'm really drawn to those already. Oh, but I just look, I just type in Oracle decks or Oracle cards in the search bar. And then there's pages and pages of them that come up. And I just look at the artwork and um, I mean, I can tell just by looking at the picture if I'm gonna be you know, pulled to it. And then of course, if I'm looking for something specific like life purpose or, um, love or you know whatever like I have that in mind too but if you're just looking for your first deck just type in oracle decks in Amazon and then just scroll the pages until you see something that you're drawn to click on it read the reviews uh, look at the pictures if they provide pictures and then click order and then it comes to you and you <laughs> eagerly await and then you get that package and you open it up and you just you know, welcome it into your home um, and then, you know, open it up and look at each card. They're usually stuck together pretty well. So you need to like separate them, but look at each card, touch each card. You can lay them out in the sun. Um, they love that. Uh, and then I usually <laughs> smudge mine. Sorry. You're laughing at that. me. I mean, I carry my pendulum with me everywhere too. And that's, it's just a tool, but it's also What's a stone that? that works with my energy, my energy, you know, a pendulum, you don't know. Oh, really? Is? Oh, I'm an, I mean, what I, do you use it for? I mean, I, I have seen it, but what do you I use? use it for yes or no. Um, shows me which, which direction energy is spinning when I'm working on clients for Reiki, but Oh, that's a whole nother episode, girl. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> bless your cards with, you know, with your intention, you can wrap it in white light, you know, um, it's about your intention and wanting to use this as a tool to get to know yourself, um, to connect with spirit in a new way. Um, and then you can smudge it with sage or Palo Santo, and then you just start using them, right? So you just shuffle them handle them. I carry mine around. Some people sleep with them under their pillows, right? Just to like marinate in the energy. Um, and then you just shuffle. What's the wisdom for me? What's the wisdom for me? And then you get to know them that way. So it's really super easy. And um, I just, this young woman who is, she's actually one of my trainers at my gym and she's just so amazing anyway. And she is super intuitive and um, really kind of getting into knowing herself better and was a little like a little shy about exploring that but she's asking me all these questions and I'm like we gotta get you an oracle deck and so oh yeah we got her she got the same oracle deck that I use that's my go-to and 
um, she's drawing cards for herself every day and she's just blown away by like how helpful it's been for her to understand herself. And then she's like drawing cards for her husband, who's a total skeptic. And, <laughs> and she's oh, like, right. yeah. And one day I drew cards for him and, and it was so accurate. He had nothing to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we do these little Zoom meetings where we practice and she asks me questions. And so it's really cool, like, to see her gain confidence in knowing herself more and gain confidence in how, what her vibes are, right? Like, she's sensing some vibes about something. And so to be able to um, really, like, become comfortable with the information that's coming in, it's just, it's like practicing, for me, going to the gym to get stronger, you you know, for anyone using an Oracle yeah. deck, it's like going to the gym to get stronger, right? So, yep, those intuition muscles. But anyway, Very I we cool. yeah, so we look forward to actually sharing more stuff like this with you guys. And if you have any questions about tools that are used, feel free to um, you know get a hold of us. So I'm Gratitude Maven on Instagram and. Um, you know, how, what's the best way to get a hold of you, Mio? Because where are you most active? Um, oh, I'm most active on my main page right now. Um, but I'm going to start to use my at your intuitive friend more. Okay, good. Yay. And then we, we also have that Souls and Stardust um, <laughs> Facebook group too. So if you wanted to join our Facebook group and ask questions in there, um, that, that could be a lot of fun. So Anyway, we're so glad that you guys could join I'm us. So excited. And, and um and hopefully one day our plan of putting out our own Oracle decks. Oh, um I think right. those are gonna come into fruition at Dude, some point. Uh, so we have rad. made our, our brainstorms and our lists and our designs and it's just pulling the trigger now of you know, finding suppliers and doing all that and finding out the best cost-effective ways. But I think this could be really fun. So. Well, and we just want to make sure it's going to be rad as fuck, right? So, like, we're working on yeah, that aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to be lame. <laughs> oh, it would never be lame coming from awesome. us. So, anyway. All well, right. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait to hook up again. Yep, we will talk to you guys. We'll talk at you guys very, very soon. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Souls and Stardust. Connect with us on Instagram at Gratitude Maven and at Your Intuitive Friend. Until next time, stay, stay magical. magical. <laughs>